the good, the, good, the, bad, the bad, and, and the, ugly. the ugly, with Terence Pillay. It is 8.37, that is LMA with Trip, and it is time for the good, the bad, and the ugly, Terence Pillay. How's it? Hello, Kerry Miller. How are you doing? <laughs> good, thank you. Fantastic. Good to have you here today. Oh, I sense umpeti sakazima. No, no, no. It's lovely to have you here, Terence. Tell me what's Thanks. going on this I'll morning. I'll tell you what. Um, so let me ask you a question right off the bat, right? Mm. When a dog attacks a person outside your property, when your dog attacks your dog. a person outside of pro- your property, who's to blame, the dog or the owner? I mean, I want to say the owner. Is that wrong? Is it the wrong answer? I mean, it's, it's, it's been mixed, right? So let me tell you. Someone sent me a horrific story recently about a domestic worker who was attacked by a dog while on her way um, a home. The dog was not fenced in on the property, on its property, and the owner refused to take responsibility for that uh, uh, dog's behavior. The lady who got attacked says the dog was racist. So to me, um, that's a ridiculous notion because, you know, there's a possibility that, pos- you know, there could be a racist owner, but that could be teaching. But and the dog was racist is what they that's said. That's what the lady said, right? Okay. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, but, but the animal could be picking up on um, energy from, from the owner or something like that. So for me... So the owner and the person the, who were bitten were different races. Races, yeah. So me, the people across... There are people across the color spectrum who own dogs. Um, so if this woman believes that a racist dog bit her, why aren't thousands of dogs biting people in the areas where, you know, they are predominantly people of color? Um, so in another story I read recently, um, and this was not about an owner and the pet, but the same principle, a woman who was transporting her beloved dog to Cape Town used a company called Petport who apparently was extremely good with transporting her pet but unfortunately any company that transports anything has very limited access to the aircraft you get to a point and then you leave the uh, the cargo and then it's a responsibility of the airline or the airport's company uh, to take it from there and so workers at the airport left the dog in a box on the tarmac at Durban International Airport waiting to be loaded but it turned out that they left it there for three hours in the sweltering heat of a Durban summer without water and it eventually died of dehydration Initially, I thought this was fake news because it was so incredulous, you know, but as it turns out, uh, this is exactly what happened. And the woman apparently is now in the process of taking it up with people responsible for the disaster. So what do they think was going to happen in a sweltering Durban, blazing hot summer at midday? And just because it was a dog doesn't mean you should treat it with... uh, uh, you shouldn't treat it with the utmost care and sensitivity, right? But the thing about pets is they need a lot of care. Um, and if you can't be responsible, then you simply shouldn't have one. In a way, it's like having a child because these animals are totally dependent on you. Uh, they are domesticated. And dogs especially aren't like monkeys or cats, uh, uh, you know, who on the whole can survive by leaping over fences and go hunting, go wandering. Unless, of course, they live with an obsessive compulsive owner. That would not let them out of their side. Uh, dogs are a little more attached to their owners. They're dependent on the owner for food. They don't hunt anymore like wild dogs do. And they're generally quite helpless. A lot of people also keep dogs as a security measure. Mm. 
And some of the guidelines say you should keep your dogs, dogs inside because then they become an early warning system for an intruder. But you have people who don't bother to secure their properties. And I think this is the crux of the story. The fences have holes in them and their dogs then get out and um, onto the street and cause this complete mayhem, um, like in the case of this pedestrian that I spoke about. Now, you remember the story last year that I brought to you in Howick. There were these two dogs that burrowed under the fence of their neighbor's uh, fence and then got onto their property and mauled the eight-year-old child to death. Um, so and then the owner refused to take responsibility for that as well so I think that's the question we're asking this morning if uh, your dog attacks a person outside your property who's to blame the dog or you wow so let us know what you think 061-792-9495 fame back to this the good the, good, the bad the bad and and the ugly the ugly, ugly. with Terence Pillay so Terence, on the mm. back of um, this woman saying that her the dog was racist. Yes. Look, I've been in a situation before where I've been around dogs that are not used to Abelungu and they've barked at me. But I don't think the dogs are racist. They just are barking at something that they're not used to. I've always thought they pick up on the owner's um, energy. 100%. You know, so if the, the uh, owner is like nervous around somebody or that kind of thing, and I think the dog picks up on that perhaps and uh um and terence you asked the question if a, a dog attacks someone mm-hmm. maybe even outside their property who's to blame is it the dog or the the owner um we've got a message that came through here that says you as in the owner are absolutely to blame my parents have three huge border bulls and we can open both gates and go and sit inside and no matter what those dogs will not leave the property why because they have been trained mm-hmm. if your dog attacks someone off your property and they die you should be sent to prison wow yeah and also, we got a voice note for you, Terence. Hi, East Coast. I think you're going to get a lot of response from this. Um, I think it's plain and very, very simple. It's the owner's responsibility, and it's his fault. He 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 needs to make sure his animal um, is secured and cannot get out, especially if it is a bit of a violent dog. Um, no, it's it's not on. It's not the dog's fault. It's the owner's fault. End of story. I have to say, I, I agree with that as well, right? It's the owner's fault. And we all say that as well. But in that case in Harwick, you know, the prosecutor refused to go ahead with the prosecution because um, the owner wasn't taking responsibility and uh, they just believed that the case the case was going nowhere. And um, yeah, eventually I think they wanted to even put those dogs down, which is um, qu- quite a shame. But you know, when it comes to owning dogs, uh, the nuisance bylaws take effect. This bylaw says that people shouldn't become um, a nuisance to their neighbors. So if your dog is constantly running in the street, it creates a nuisance not just to neighbors, but also to pedestrians that may be using the road. Mm. Also, if people are going to have bigger well, more aggressive dogs um, that don't get along with people, then they should make double the effort to secure them within their property to avoid running out and attacking people passing by. At the end of the day, the animal is your responsibility, so you should be held liable if your dog attacks somebody in in a public space. The thing is, every dog has the potential to be aggressive, even those small, you know, little yappy dogs that you carry around in your handbag that snarl at you in supermarkets and, and things like that. So it's up to you as the owner to ensure that people are adequately protected from an attack. 
Well, never are your people pet. taking their dogs to shopping centres that don't need them for some sort of assistance. Uh, just yeah. that's a, a show all by itself. Yes, oh. I think I think we should do a show. A show oh, the, the mini Paris Hiltons of the world. Oh. But you know, even further than attacking people on the street, dogs may nece- may not necessarily be street savvy, so they have no idea when they you know when to cross the street, and they can be seen darting across the road despite heavy traffic. Mm. They pose a danger to drivers who could cause an accident by trying to avoid them, uh, running them over, or um, they could themselves be killed by a car. Dogs don't read the red and green traffic lights. You know, to them, it's just a stroll in the savannah. Yeah, and they don't, they're not racist know. either. To them, it's just a person. Exactly. So they will cross in front of a speeding car and, and get back. So there are people who, um, who have pets, uh, dogs as pets, and they have every right to. But people also have a right to walk on pavements, in public spaces, on the promenade, and so on. So not to, And not expect to be attacked by a pet you fail to control by way of a fence at home. Home or a leash in public, and they are actually rules for public promenade type areas. And I guess um, that would apply to pavements in suburban areas as well. Um, that is meant for pedestrian traffic. So you should definitely not be walking your dog off lead in a mm. public space uh, where you have no control over the dog. You don't know how that dog is going to react to something. I recently came across a wonderful initiative just to end called uh, Funda Ninja. They have identified problems with uh, inoculations and fleas and ticks and also general behavior issues issues of dogs in townships and what they do is they get children from townships to adopt a dog and then they teach them and um, and then they train the children how to train the dog oh wow and um, they found the initiative to be really good because it gives kids responsibility teaches them values like caring for something or somebody else and it's such an excellent project what's the name of the project Funda Ninja they can be found on on Facebook alright perfect thank you so much thank you Terrence if you want to continue this uh, conversation with Terence. You have any questions or any comments? You can find him on Twitter at Terence. That's one R. Terence Pele one. Thank you, Terence. Thanks, Gary. East Coast breakfast with Darren Mall, Kerry, and Sky. If I'm being honest, I'm being honest. I can't think when you're looking like that. Can't breathe when you're moving like that. Tell me when you're gonna do me like that. Hey, I'm so weak and I'm never like that. Like speed and I think I might crash. One trip down, I might never go back. But everything's gonna be alright. I think I just met my wife. Yeah, I said it. I know it's gonna be a good night I think I just met my wife uh, uh, Alright Maybe it's the music or the red stain on your lips I'm wondering when the right time is to go and for a kiss But I'm thinking past that love I'm ready to meet your mama If I'm being honest I'm being honest I can't think when you're looking like that Gonna do me like that, like that. I wish you knew what I'm thinking right now. I don't know if I can say it out loud. I don't know if I can say it out loud. But everything's gonna be alright. I think I just met my wife. Oh, oh, 
John Legend, I want to say thank you to you because he's just made it okay to learn something new. Doesn't matter how old you are. John Legend about to start swimming lessons. Yes, halala. John Legend featuring Blood Pop. A good night. That is it from us. But first, before we say goodbye, your body is constantly telling you what it needs. Hunger Pang will let you know that it's time to eat. If you're feeling tired, your body will tell you to slow down. But what if you don't know what your body is trying to tell you? And even if you understand, are you listening? Numbness in your hands and feet, forgetfulness and fatigue may indicate a vitamin B deficiency. Ask your pharmacist about Neurobian, South Africa's number one vitamin B treatment. Visit neurobian.com for more information. Berea Technical College, a leading institution in higher education, further education and matric rewrites. We offer a wide range of programs like engineering, education, management, travel and tourism, and more. Berea Technical College's courses allow you to rewrite your matric while continuing with your course of choice. Visit btc.edu.za or call 031-304-5207 for more information. Berea Technical College. We are building a nation through education. Remember when lunch or dinner for two didn't put you into overdraft? Or when quality time didn't include sitting in front of the TV? Well, Real Deal at Suncoast is back to save the day. Now you can enjoy meals, movies and more for two people for just 199 Rand. You'll be saving over 600 Rand with our great new deal. Available until 24th of March at the all-new Suncoast. Cheese and season play. And that's it from us, Sky Shovels. We did it. We did. We managed. Oh, we did oh, it. Oh, we did it. Halala. Hopefully, Darren Moore will be back with us. The Three Musketeers back on East Coast Breakfast tomorrow morning. If you missed out.